Hey guys, welcome to the Mortgage Man podcast. Now, if you are a first home buyer, then you are in the correct place. This first series is going to cover everything you need to know to buy your first home, including what requirements you need in terms of the bank, but also who you should hire along the way to help you out with that process. Now, don't worry if you're not a first home buyer and you're looking for an investment property, the next series will be exactly what you want to go to. So just skip the first five episodes and start there. Just a reminder that this is not individualized advice. If you would like individualized advice, please reach out and follow me, Aaron, the mortgage underscore man on Instagram or give me a call on 022-065-1217. Enjoy. everyone welcome to 2021 this is chris i'm aaron behind the camera is anthony and we are the tanta team and we're going to tell you about house prices so if you're a first home buyer listen up because this will help you decide if you want to give up looking hopefully not or continue looking and give you some hope so the big question will prices keep going up in 2021 and if they do, should you buy or should you wait? What do you think? Well, crystal ball time. Crystal ball time, yeah. It's important to caveat this uh, conversation with nobody really knows what's going to happen and everything we can do is, uh, is guesswork. Nobody saw COVID coming. Everyone thought house prices were going to crash and it did the exact opposite. So whatever we say is, is kind of our best guess. Uh, but hopefully it's a bit of an educated guess and um, gives you some guidance as well. But to answer your question, 100%, they're going to keep going up as far as we're aware. Uh, there's a whole range of things um, that are fueling it, um, and uh, we kind of touch on a few of those. So, I mean, Aaron, market, what's it doing? It's going up, and it's going up, and it's going up. I mean, property prices in New Zealand have always kind of averaged up to go upwards. Even if you see a graph over the last 30 years, there's been a little bit of a flat or a plateau, but over that 30 years, it's still like that. It's still zigzaggy up there, but it is going up. And I always say like, if you wait until that next trough, like first off, how do you know that it's happening? And second off, like how do you know when it's at the bottom of that trough to be able to buy? Like it's your best guess. And while you're waiting, you may be losing out on six months worth of upwards and then a down, which would have been the same as buying now and you would get those gains anyway. I, I can remember exactly the last time everyone got a bit scared about housing prices was about two or three years ago. We actually helped you buy a house in Tauranga. Mm. Uh, what's happened to that one? <laughs> So it was four years ago. Four years ago. Before we went overseas. And that was interesting. And this is a really good example that I tell people that are wanting to wait until house prices flatten out. So people were saying that back then, four years ago, I bought a house in Manganui in Tauranga for $455,000. It's now worth eight hundred or seven eighty. dollars Haven't done anything to it. I've just put tenants in it. And that's been a good little investment. The thing is, is if I had the same attitude as some of those people that say I'm going to wait until house prices flatten, because I know that that area has not flattened, you would have missed out on four hundred ish thousand dollars worth of equity, almost doubling your money, yeah. which is 
in four years, which is crazy. And I know there are people out there and I'm probably the complete opposite. I want to buy as many properties as possible, as quickly as possible. Um, so it is kind of frustrating when I'm like, you've got the ability to buy a house and yet you want to wait. Um, but everybody's got a different personality. This video, this podcast is to kind of help you understand what we're getting at, because especially if it's your own home, you're not going to cry over you know, spending $20,000 more than you wanted to on your first home in 10 years time and it's worth more. Yeah, so, and I think, hey, it's an important lesson to learn, but what's one thing that we can take out of this is, is there's a whole bunch of changes happening. We'll kind of run through some of those that are fueling the market that are um, kind of either helping or hindering and, and, you know, a couple of things like interest rates will give you our prediction on what we think they're gonna do this year anyways. Um, so the first big change in the investment market has been the LVR changes. Um, now, for a quick period, the banks went to a 20% deposit for investors, uh, and they really quickly backtracked. We had what we saw is a heaps of um, investors suddenly had tons of equity. Aaron here is smiling <laughs> away because that's him. Um, tons of equity in their property that they could now use and go towards their next property. So we see a big influx of investors. They've quickly backtracked. Now they've changed that back to 30%. ANZ's even gone so far to say that they're at 40%. And while they all did that voluntary, the Reserve Bank's actually said, no, we're going to make it mandatory that you have to have at least 30%. So they did a bit of tinkering around uh, a little while ago, but they've all kind of done it on their own this time. ANZ is even making their own restrictions tougher than, than they actually have to. Yeah, and if you haven't heard what LVR is, it's basically loan-to-value ratio, but in simple terms, it's the deposit size that you need. So if someone says you need an LVR of 80%, that means you need to deposit 20 to be able to buy that property. Yeah, how much the bank's going to lend you? So they'll lend you 70% or 80%. And those rules that Chris was telling about where they were relaxed because of COVID, we thought that the market and the economy in New Zealand was going to crash and burn. So the Reserve Bank kind of was like, let's remove those rules for investment properties um, to kind of stimulate the market more. So essentially that made it easier for people to buy more property. And so it worked. <laughs> yeah, so, and when that happens, when more people are in the market and that increases demand, Supply goes down, means property prices go up. And then obviously we're now on the other end of that and they've gone up almost 20% in the last 12 months since that change. Um, another thing that is making it easier for people to buy property is low interest rates. So you have two things, pretty massive things that are making it easier for people, even if you've got a property already, to buy more property because it's making it more affordable and making it easier because you don't need to put as much of your own money or equity in there yeah and um i think hey interest rates uh that you just touched on there they have already dropped this year so we've seen um a few of the banks race to to give out 2.29 percent so we've got 2.2s now um in the the market and again just making it cheaper and cheaper and cheaper However, what you know, we've kind of had a chat about what we think is going to happen is they're going to keep going down for a little bit further again. There's no reason for the banks to increase them at the moment other than they want to make more money. But basically, we've got the Reserve Bank pushing them along, making them put their interest rates down. So we can kind of foresee that for the next 12 months, if they don't go down, they're pretty much going to stay the same. 
because you can just imagine what business owners are going to say if suddenly their house <laughs> is going to cost a whole lot more after the year we've just had. So basically any government that tries to do that is suicidal. Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword because the government wants the interest rates to go down to make it easier for homeowners to pay for their own mortgage, but it also means it's easier for people to buy more property because they don't need as much money in the bank. Yeah, but so. more specifically business owners. So they, they want to support business owners because most business owners in New Zealand own property, help them. The other thing uh, we've kind of see is, um, as you can see, massive shortage. We've had heaps, New Zealand's suddenly a really cool place to live in the world, no lockdowns anymore. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of Kiwis come back to New Zealand. Now they're either snapping up all the rentals or they're buying the property. So we don't have the overseas investors, but we do have our own coming back. Uh, and so rentals yeah, supply. Aaron <laughs> here from London, thank you COVID. Um, so we're seeing supply of everything kind of go down. And, and uh, you know, Anthony, over the back there has uh, been looking for one of his homes lately and just the availability of even new builds they just cannot build them fast enough for the supply and Aaron here is doing his uh, development at the moment has seen the cost well as, as in the planning process <laughs> and basically the costs to build are hundreds and hundreds of thousands so it's not an easy process to build houses there's heaps of people coming back and renting and they're just pushing everything up so we're kind of for the meantime gonna see lots of this going forward so to recap making it easier to buy because the deposit rules have changed uh interest rates going down making it harder to buy on the other side of the equation because we don't have enough houses so all of that leads to more house prices can really rise yes is there any light at the end of the tunnel for first time buyers uh, this year, the next 12 months. <laughs> this year. I mean, it depends what you say, what is the light at the end of the tunnel. For me, it's all about finding a way to get into the property market now. And as soon as you're on that ladder, you don't want it to stop because it is going to help you get out of those 10% deposits back into a 20% deposit situation where it's a whole lot faster and all that kind of thing. Mm. I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Just do what you can to get there, do your homework, and uh, where there's a will, there's a way at the moment because everything is, um, you know. Yeah, and I think it's encouraging. It's the 20th of January right now. More houses are going to be listed in the next couple of months uh, because this is usually when it's the busiest. But also, people realize it's a seller's market now, so they're going to list their property. Um, so that's definitely going to help because that will increase demand, uh, yep. like demand supply rather. Um, and now the light at the end of the table, tunnel, which is what I was going to say, but I can't remember what it was, was that we're here to help. There you go. There you go. I'll never forget that. That's not the thing I was going to say, but that's the thing I came up with. Um, so, yeah, I think they're definitely going to increase, but um, one strategy to kind of help you get in the market is, remember, it's not your forever home. If the house prices continue to rise and you've got a house, you get those gains. So doesn't have to be a house that you potentially want to live in you could go get one out of Auckland do it up and then springboard yourself back into the open market in a couple of years time so remember it's not your forever home it is something to get you in the market my first home was a rental property out in Patakura yours was in Pukekohe Pukekohe Hans was fancy in Glenfield but uh, not so fancy, <laughs> fancy. 
Uh, but yeah, that's everything for today, guys. Unless, Chris, you have anything to add? No, I mean, hey, again, we'll do our next video we're going to do is on. And podcast. Um, and podcast is going to do on all the different ways to kind of help guide you so you stop wasting time when you're looking. So, um, get, will it go up? Yes, it's going to go up, but we're going to help you get there sooner. As soon as you get on, that's going to be the best thing for you. All right. Catch you yep. next time. Catch you next time. Thank you. Bye.